This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. It's your weekly blitz with Chris, keeping you in the game. Good morning, everyone. I'm Coach Chris Cotton from AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching. I'm your auto repair shop coach, and my goal is to help you, the independent auto repair shop owner, make your dreams come true. We do that by opening your mind to things you didn't know you didn't know and by getting you out from under your business and putting you in charge of your future and your family's future. My goal is for you to stop having a hobby and start having a business you can be proud of and take time away from if that's your goal. First and foremost, I want to thank AutoLeap. Without their continued support, this podcast would not be available free to you. If you're in the market for a great shop management system, please see the show notes for a demo link. As you get into today's episode, you may know someone in your network who can benefit from today's topic. So please take time to share personally or through your social network. During today's episode, we're going to be talking about how leaders distinguish themselves during tough times, such as what is a leader to do in making the tough calls. As always, if you have an idea for a show topic or just want to talk, feel free to get with me, Chris at autofixsos.com. Let's get started with episode 94, Leadership Gold, Chapter 15, Leaders Distinguish Themselves During Tough Times. At the end of the year and at the beginning of the years, we talk about goals. And so what is your current goal as a leader? If you don't have a goal, how do you know the steps to put in place to take to reach that goal? Or are you just a a ship blindly bobbing out in the repair world, not knowing where to go, not knowing what to do? This takes us into what, what is a leader to do? The purpose of leadership is to take people where they couldn't go on their own, inspire and equip them to do what they thought they couldn't do and accomplish what can only be done by a group working together. Like no matter how big or how small your auto repair shop is, you probably have more than one person working there. You have at least two, maybe three. Some have 20. Some shop owners have multiple locations or MSOs, and they're going to have eight to 10 per location. In order to work together, leaders should love their people and be close to them. But however, there are times when a leader must move forward, taking a courageous step and not waiting for others' approval. If every decision you make is loved by everyone in your organization, you're probably not making the tough ones, right? I don't feel it's healthy for a leader to need people's approval. As a leader, if I try to please everybody, eventually I'll alienate everybody. And a leader must be true to the vision and the people, even when it's not popular. That's one of the burdens of leadership, right? Making the tough call. Every leader faces tough times, and that's when leaders distinguish themselves and show who they really are. Leading others can be very difficult and often takes great courage. Of course, it's not that way all of the time. About 95% of the decisions you make every day in your business could be made by a reasonably intelligent high school graduate. Sorry to tell you that. Often as shop owners, as business owners, we spend way too much time fretting and worrying over what could happen, everything else, when what needs to be made is the decision to move on. What's often required is common sense, right? But CEOs and Business leaders, they don't get paid for those decisions. They get paid for the other 5% of decisions. Those are the tough calls. Every change, every challenge, every crisis requires a tough call. And the way those are handled is what separates good leaders from the rest. So how do you know when you're facing a tough call and need to be at your best as a leader? You'll know when the decision is marked by these three things. Number one, the tough call demands risk. 
there's a story out of the Soviet Union. I mean, when the Soviet Union overran and annexed Latvia in 1940, the U.S. vice consul was concerned that American Red Cross supplies in that city were going to be looted and uh, the Russians were going to take them and or just people in Latvia. So to guard against that, he requested permission from the State Department in Washington to place an American flag above the Red Cross flag in order to deter anyone from taking the supplies. The Secretary of State called back, said no precedent exists for such action. And so when the vice consul received that message, he's climbed up and personally nailed the flag to the pole. And then he cabled the State Department and said, as of this date, I have established precedent. Leaders have to be willing to do things others are unwilling to do. They have to put themselves on the line. There's a man by the name of Larry Osborne. He observed, the most striking thing about highly effective leaders is how little they have in common. What one swears by, another warns against, but one trait stands out. Effective leaders are willing to take a risk. If you're not willing to take a risk, then you really have no business being a leader. You can't play everything safe and expect to take people forward at the same time. Progress always requires risk. I want you to think about that for a minute. Like, what are you trying to progress either personally or in your business life right now that requires risk? And you're paralyzed by making that choice or, or by making that decision. And I would love to tell you that all decisions are going to be great and work out 100% of the time. And they're not. And if that paralyzes you, then we need to work on that as well. Like the fear of failure cannot paralyze you to move forward in life and business anywhere. Okay. Number two, a tough call brings with it an inward battle. There's a psychotherapist, Sheldon Coop, that says all the significant battles are waged within self. And, you know, when we think about difficult times we faced as leader, every one of those begins with me, not with others. If the path were clear and smooth, it wouldn't be a tough call. It would be easy. And then you could call one of your high school kids over and have them make that decision for you. But it's not. This is the five percenters. In addition, any tough call you make will be questioned. It will be criticized. It'll carry with it certain consequences. That's that's what I call a tough call. And that's why you put your name on the shingle. That's why you bought the business. It's not easy. Because most tough calls also result in an outward battle. A leader must win the first victory on the inside. If you're unsettled internally on an issue, you'll not have the security you need for the external battle. And so... That's why, me personally, that's why I spend time making sure I'm convinced about a course of action before I try to convince others. Once I'm convinced of that, or if I'm convinced of that, then I have the courage to see the decision through, no matter how tough the call was or how difficult the aftermath becomes. And this brings me, hang on, I'm going to have to pin this because this brings me to another great thought. Brian Walker made a post about extreme ownership. I'm not going to get too much into that. It's a book by Jocko Willink. Uh, and it just talks about no matter what you do, own up to it. If you make a decision, if you make a tough decision, if it's the wrong decision, own up to it and move on. And but don't gloat. If it's the right decision, you thought it, you made it, you know, accept it. Hey, celebrate internally and move on. No gloating. OK, so on to number three, a tough call will distinguish you as a leader. Often I hear leaders complain about difficult times they're facing and leading their organization and it makes me want to say, thank God for the tough times. They're the reason you're there to be the leader. If everything was going well, the people wouldn't need you. Again, the high schooler could run the business. 
AutoLeap is a cloud-based all-in-one auto repair software that helps to keep complete track of your business, from scheduling appointments to managing technicians to generating invoices. Supercharge your growth with AutoLeap. Customers that fully adopt AutoLeap see the following benefits in their first year. 30% revenue growth, with top customers seeing over 100% growth, 75% decrease in no-shows, allowing you to service more customers, three times increase in positive Google reviews, leading to stronger online presence, 50% time saved on administrative tasks, driving increase in operational efficiency. Do it all with AutoLeap. Key features and functions include estimates, invoices, scheduling, Google reviews, inspections, communication, QuickBooks, reporting. Get in touch with AutoLeap to see how you can transform your auto repair shop. For a limited time, if you schedule a demo, sign up with AutoLeap and they will waive the $250 implementation fee. Rudy Giuliani says, when the right person is the leader, he does even better during tough times. And that's true. Think about the tough times in the world, personally, people that you've worked for, worked with. I think that's true. When an organization has momentum, nearly anyone can lead. And I think that's where we're at in the industry right now. I've got a little sketch for a podcast episode coming up in the next couple that a lot of people are not going to want to hear, but I think it's what they need to hear. And so that's what I'm here to give you, right? Almost anybody, high school person included, could lead most auto repair businesses right now. Just because of the momentum, the force that everyone has, because everything's going so well, car count's not an issue. If they're nice and likable, they can get along with everybody else. And as long as everybody's getting a paycheck, everybody be happy and the shop moves forward. So that's what we mean by anyone can lead. All that person has to do is find out the direction the people are going and get in front of them. That's the easy part. When there's no momentum, a good leader will give direction and, and encourage forward progress. But when an organization has not only lost momentum, but is moving in the wrong direction, that's when leaders earn their pay. Only the very best leaders can lead effectively in such situations is during those times that they make the toughest decisions and really distinguish themselves as leaders. It's been easy, guys. I don't know for all of you young ones. I just turned 50 this year and I remember what it was like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. And this is unprecedented times. I hope it stays like this. But one thing I know, again, if you've listened to me for a long time, one thing I know growing up in Oklahoma and Texas is for every boom, there's a bust. And I hope you're ready. That brings us to rising to the occasion. As a leader, you need to be aware that the tough times will either make or break you. Winston Churchill said, to each there comes in their lifetime a special moment when they are figuratively tapped on the shoulder and offered the chance to do a very special thing unique to them and fitting their talents. What a tragedy if that moment finds them unprepared or unqualified for that which could have been their finest hour. Think about how you would respond in your finest hour. Think about a situation that you've never been in before that could arise in your business and how you would handle that. Be prepared for your finest hour. One of the keys to being prepared for your finest hour is to make the tough calls in the smaller minutes that precede it. You have to be willing to do the small things, the difficult things, the unseen things. These things prepare you for major difficulties. If you aren't willing to take care of the little difficulties, don't expect to be able to rise up to meet the big ones. But if you do well with the small ones, you'll be able to distinguish yourself during the big ones. That is where you'll learn your reputation. I want to talk about a story that I read about a different kind of leader. This is, again, verbatim. 
So in August 1999, my wife, Minietta, and I vacationed with some friends who live in a remote part of Alaska near Denali Park. One day, they took us to visit their neighbor, Jeff King, who lives a few miles away. Jeff's a sled dog racer who's won the Iditarod, the 1,100-mile race from Anchorage to Nome, Alaska, three times in 93, 96, and 98. It was a joy to experience Jeff's love and passion for his 70 Huskies and his admiration for their maturity, strength, and courage. Jeff told us that when he starts the Iditarod, the Iditarod race, he starts with 16 dogs and rotates the lead dog frequently to give all the dogs a chance to lead since every one of them wants to be the lead dog. Eventually, he finds the dog that is the real leader because it is a dog that is energetic and persistent in leading, and that dog becomes the leader of the pack. It is chosen as a leader because it leads. It is able to motivate the other dogs to follow by its own energy and enthusiasm. During that visit, Jeff told us that in 96, the lead dog was a two-and-a-half-year-old female, which is very unusual since there were only two females in the pack, and she was so young and smaller than the other male dogs. But he said with emotion in his voice, she was our leader. When a blizzard came, she didn't give up. She kept barking and running even when the snow was over her head and inspired us all to keep going. Even at her young age, she has the mental maturity of a leader. When Jeff was congratulated for winning the 98 Iditarod, he lifted up his lead dog and said, here's the leader who won the race for us. No matter how tough it gets, you know, a real leader will keep on leading and never give up. That's what I want you to get from that. It doesn't matter what kind of storm comes. It doesn't matter how far she or he is in over their head. It's easy to stay in bed with the covers pulled over, trembling from the world about making decisions and everything else. It's difficult to throw those covers back have your feet hit the floor and get out and get the job done. I've got owners that for whatever reason, it's easier to complain about what's going wrong with the shops. And then when I talk to them and ask them, what are you willing to do to make a difference? Or how do you want to be accountable for changing that? It always gets deflected to other people and other things when really what needs to be done is the shop owner, the business leader needs to hike up their pants and get back in the job, get back in the fight and get to work. It's easy to sit on the sideline and take vacations. It's hard to get in the work and do the work and succeed. So anyway, I digress. Um, If you haven't already had the chance to distinguish yourself by making tough calls for the sake of your people, your business and the betterment of the organization, your time's coming, your opportunity will come. If you keep doing the right thing, you will continue to gain greater responsibility. The more responsibility you have, the more tough calls you have to make. Meanwhile, you keep learning and growing as a leader. Right now, you're getting ready. When the tough times come, you get a chance to distinguish yourself as that leader. Okay, And when you do finally meet some great challenge, it can be your finest hour. So here's the application exercises for the chapter. Number one, have you made the tough calls in the past? Your track record related to tough calls has a lot to do with your current credibility and reputation as a leader. I want you to make a list of the tough calls you made along with the year you made them. Ones that were strongly questioned and heavily criticized are even better. What kind of pattern do you see in there? If you've been in leadership a long time, you should see many tough decisions. If not, you're not doing the hard work a leader should be doing. Do you see a decline in the number of tough decisions over time? If so, you may be losing your edge as a leader. Number two, are you prepared to win the battle within? What do you do to win the internal battles required of every leader facing tough times? Do you have a list of values or a set of standards by which to make decisions? 
Do you engage in any kinds of daily disciplines that keep you mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically strong? When opportunity comes, it's too late to prepare. Do today what you can so that you'll be ready to do tomorrow what you should. And again, I've talked about mental toughness. I've talked about physically fit. And it seems like the start of every year I get into it and I start talking about it. And I always let that fizzle out. Apologize for that. But I will also say, if you're not physically, mentally fit and ready to to answer the bell, then how can you expect your business to be fit and ready? Like you're, you're an integral part of that business. You have to stay sharp. Number three, are you playing it too safe as a leader? Every tough call includes an element of risk. Are you willing to put yourself on the line if needed when making tough decisions? Are you willing to quietly make right decisions for the sake of your people or the good of the organization, even knowing you'll be criticized for those? Would you be willing to sacrifice your position if that was was required to maintain your values or to guard the well-being of your people? And so for those of you that are working on this and actively working on this, here's your mentoring moment. If the people you're mentoring have much responsibility, then they're probably facing tough calls right now. Ask them about the difficulties they're currently dealing with and offer to talk them through the toughest one. Encourage them to make their own decisions and support them as you encourage them to follow through. This can be in your weekly meetings with your employees. Maybe they have a tough decision to to make in their own personal life. Mentor them through that. Help them work through that. It doesn't always have to be about you and the business. These people lead at home or should be leading at home. This has been Coach Chris Cotton from AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching, reminding you that it never always gets worse, but sometimes it has to get worse to get better. And remember, don't stop working today because tomorrow needs you. Please feel free to reach out to me, Chris at AutoFixSOS.com or call me at 940-400-1008. Time to rise and grind, everyone. You've been listening to The Weekly Blitz with Coach Chris Cotton on the AftermarketRadioNetwork.com. Follow Chris on your favorite podcast listening app. Let him know what you'd like him to cover. His email is in the show notes. Chris is all for advancing the aftermarket.